0: You are listening to Brothers Bomb on Open Lines Radio. My name is Mark and in just a few short minutes, you'll be listening to me um, have a conversation with my brother, Doug. Um, That's what Brothers Bomb is. Um, It's available exclusively here on Open Lines Radio. And I I wanna talk about Open Lines Radio for a minute before we get started here. So this is, SoundCloud is phasing out. Um, There's only gonna be uh, a, a couple more days, maybe a week, uh, where you can actually listen to um, Open Lines Radio through SoundCloud. It's 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 gotten to be um, just an expense that I can't uh, continue with. And so if you're following Open Lines Radio on SoundCloud, you're going to need to find a new way to listen. If you're listening on other podcast apps, you don't have to do anything. Uh, Open Lines Radio will continue to be delivered to you the same as it always has through um, those various podcast apps like Stitcher, Um, Spotify, iTunes, the the iTunes podcasts uh, or or whatever you're listening, Podbean, whatever you're listening on. Um, If you are, but but if you're listening on, on SoundCloud, you're going to have to go to one of those other apps And, and chances are you probably already have one on your phone already. Chances are you already have Spotify on your phone. So just go search for Open Lines Radio on Spotify and, and follow us. Or you know any of the other ones like I was just mentioning. You can go to any of those. Follow Open Lines Radio. You don't have to ever ever miss an episode. Uh, another thing you could do is you could support Open Lines Radio on Patreon. Uh, go to uh, patreon.com/openlinesradio and um, and become a become a Patreon. Support us that way. You get access to all the whole archives um, of all the of all of my Open Lines Radio podcasts and also um, some other great stuff too for the uh, the different tiers. And you can follow Open Lines Radio from there uh, just as well. So um, check out that. Also the, the best way to do that is to just go to www.openlinesradio.com and click the Patreon link and it will take you right to us. But if you're listening on SoundCloud, eventually the episodes will stop and you will wonder what happened to Open Lines Radio. And we will be here broadcasting on a different wave than SoundCloud. So get on board, and come along. All right. Um, you should also be considering adding your voice to um, the podcasting world. We're in a time right now where um, you can let yourself kind of fall into depression or you can get creative and you can add your voice and put your voice out there and so create your own podcast and one way you can do that is with a, a website called ringer r-i-n-g-r and what that does is it lets you um record long distance conversations you can you can record a conversation with anyone anywhere on the planet as long as they have a phone or a computer you can and, and, and record it really great quality uh, we, the the podcast recorded today uh, Brothers Bomb that you're about to listen to was recorded using it um, I was having some issues with Skype and some of the other ones and this one um, is, is really great and what you should do is go to openlinesradio.com and there's a link on the right side of the screen if you scroll down to Ringer click that sign up create your own podcast get your voice out there come together friends come together all right, let's get to this um Brothers Bomb. This is episode four, Masks. They aren't just for bandits. Enjoy. You say you're an orphan. Well, I'm an orphan too. You say you're on your own. Well, I'm on my own too. If you me some... so
1: you're through Sun next to me and
0: I'll stand next to you'll be all right. it will be all right I will be your brother for the night So what's going on? what's new?
1: had uh, just it's been a uh, couple weeks yeah just living quarantine that's what, what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, it's a weird Great. quarantine world. What are you doing? Um, well, I, while I'm not, um, st- stuck under the quarantine order because of my job, mm-hmm. I, um, I still have been kind of, I've been having weird dreams about being trapped in buildings with like huh. people, people from the past, family members from the past and friends from the past and just weird, crazy things. And it's, like I, I've heard that people who have been like locked up and tight ty- or, you know, been, I don't, locked up, not the word who have been like, uh, you know, quarantined for the past month or month and a half are having crazy dreams too. But I feel like I'm still having all the, the, uh, the side effects of the quarantine, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of grateful. I'm not stuck at home. Yeah. I, I had this uh, thought that, that, oh man, if they shut down everything, that'll be great. I'll just broadcast live. I'll just put out podcasts. I'll just sit here in front of uh-huh. this thing, and, and I'll, I'll, go, I'll just go live all day, every day. And then I'm here here a month later, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm still working and paying bills. And if I would have been home, I probably would have done it for a day, and nobody would have listened, and I would have gotten frustrated and butt hurt and stop and not be doing yeah. it anyway. Right. And uh, so... I don't know. It's been weird. I've still been, but I've still been kind of personally melting down.
1: (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think just the change in norm is definitely different. I I've kind of got a little bit of the best of both worlds where I'm on a rotation. So I have one to two days a week, I go in and then the, the rest of the week I'm working from home. And that's just like a perfect blend of, uh, been able to kind of be away from it all, but still uh, have those moments in the week where I could get out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it would be nice. Well, I guess I'm, I'm off three days a week usually. So uh, it may, it has been kind of a, a, a blend for me as well, or a blend of it. Tr- yeah. and, and in fact, I try to, I try to stay home and quarantine myself for those three days. But as th- that, those are the days that, you know, shit's got to get done. Those are the days that groceries have to get picked up mm-hmm. and um, right. you know, our lawnmower broke and I can't just let the weeds take over. So I had to go get a lawnmower. Yeah. And uh, well, so, so I'm still feel like I I'm out. It, I haven't been able to stay home for a full day.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that's part of it too, is I think even for those who, who are staying home uh, or, or excuse me, who are going into work, there's a lot of those other elements of life that you're still not doing, you know? Um, And it's, it's, I guess it kind of is like, what is this life when the only time you leave is to work? You know, I I think that still has consequence on the psyche.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and going into the grocery store is this weird thing Yeah, where where 80% of the people are in masks. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know what's it like in the Salt Lake area or are you, If you go out into the world, are people in masks?
1: Yeah, we're we're seeing them. You still, not everybody, but you see them pretty regularly. Um, I'd say probably about half the people are wearing them. Do you wear a mask when you go out? I have some. We don't have a, a, uh, my wife ordered some. And so we're still waiting for those to get here. Um, But I have, I have one that I've used, but not regularly. Do you? Yeah.
0: So here's the thing. I work in a county that it's mandatory if you're uh-huh. out to have a mask on.
1: Yeah.
0: And 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 the and if you go into a grocery store, if you're not wearing a mask, you can't go to the checkout.
1: Huh.
0: And and everybody's they've got the the, the stickers on the floor that are six feet apart. Yeah. And it's this yeah. kind of this weird thing where people are like, like when you're looking at something in an aisle, they're like kind of stepping back, like worried about going past you. And so yeah. I, I get used to it when I work in that when, when I wear the, the where I spend most of my daytime hours is <laughs> in the county and and the the job I'm in, I wear a mask mm-hmm. all day, and gloves yeah. most of the day. And so like by the end of the yeah. night when I pull my gloves off, I can actually feel my skin again. It's so weird. Uh-huh. And the mask makes you go insane. The mask wearing that mask up and looped around your ears all day, is is yeah. like the worst thing possible. And it's like it's like I don't even care. Like give it to me. Like I just can't wear this damn mask all day. Make me insane, but but then then suddenly it becomes normal after a week or two of doing it, and so then the 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 county I live in, it's just kind of it's not mandatory, it's just suggested, Mm -hmm. and so when you go into a store, about you know eighty percent of the people are wearing masks. Everyone who works there is, and I just throw mine on just to be just for the show, you know, because (laughs) you get into this, I'm, I'm into this place where I see it all day long, and then suddenly. Like yesterday when I bought the lawnmower, this girl that's um, at, the, at the checkout is not wearing a mask. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. you're working here and you're not wearing. And then you start judging these people who aren't wearing masks where you're like, yeah. you're like who do you think yeah. you are? You know, everyone else is wearing a mask. Put on your mask. And so it's been weird. It was it was gloves and, and mask mandatory. And then the gloves thing has kind of gone away and it's just masks are Ganged. mandatory. But I have this yeah. this premonition that somewhere down the road, we're, we're, there's going to be this this oh hey guess what guys um, it was actually more detrimental to wear the masks than to not wear the masks the the particulate matter from the made in China, cheap mask that you have in your face all day that you've inhaled into your lungs was way worse than the possibility of getting <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah, <'cause laughs> by the end of sick. the day, <laughs> my chest is my, my throat's covered in like weird dust and you're smelling this weird smell all day. It sucks. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. Yeah. And I just, I just know it. I just, it's like, yeah. this isn't healthy. It's it, you're better off to just stay away six feet away than to put this damn mask on and breathe in this,
1: shit are are you allowed to wear like a bandana
0: yeah you you can wear a bandana you can wear yeah you can wear a bandana um i i the problem is when i have it on all day the Mm -hmm. bandana just starts getting damp and like absorbing like in from your breath and so Mm -hmm. and then that's uncomfortable because you've got this damp thing against your skin or at least those stupid paper things um don't get wet right But yeah, that's, that's the one thing I'm just, I just, I just don't know. Like I want to feel safe, but at the same time I just don't. And it's so, it's like, it's just, it's already, everything's already kind of weird. And then it's just so weird. It's like put on a mask to walk into a store. Like you see people, they pull up in the parking lot and everyone's putting on their bandanas and putting up their masks before they walk in. And it's like, what is happening? Is this, is this the beginning of evolution toward where we become like gray's? You know, like aliens, like extraterrestrials, where they have like tiny mouths, so they can't like spin on each other, and they talk telepathically, so they don't contaminate each other, and and because and you, they, everything looks the same, all you can see are people's eyes. It's weird.
1: Oh, well, I I think to me it's what's interesting about the mask thing in particular is I, I think it's kind of a it's two things. I think it's a um, interesting kind of commentary, just one on population like population density, you know, and then to yeah. uh, cultural acceptance of things, because um, so before all of this uh, came to America, we had um, students from Taiwan uh, here on like a foreign exchange. And so coronavirus was out, but it hadn't come to America yet. And Um, I I went to China last year and it's not uncommon just in the streets of Beijing, just based on pollution alone. It's not uncommon for people to be wearing masks like that. That's a pretty, um, pretty regular sight, you know? And when those students came to, um, to America, they were here for four days and we're in our schools and they um, were wearing masks. and, And for them, it was a it was a gesture of hey I know there's concerns about this coronavirus thing this is our kind of signal that hey we're we're being considerate while we're here we're showing you we don't you know we're, we don't want our our um, germs to spread those kind of things that was that was the kind of the intent of it but what was interesting is is we actually had some students and some parents calling nervous that it was more of a symbol of, oh, they have something like, why are they here? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the the cultural perception of, of what that was, was, was different. And whereas in, in a place like China, where, I mean, there's one fifth of the entire planet is in that country. Um, And so the population density is so intense that um, there's just things that are, are norms there that are not norms here And I even think the difference between California to Utah, where we still see like there's people still wearing masks, but um, it is it's just not it's not as um, and so I I would even bet Salt Lake County is a little different from the suburban um, surrounding areas you know where um, where the more dense the population I think the more um, common you see those things and and I also think it's interesting too because as time has gone on, I'll admit part of the reason why I have, I've been reluctant to wear the masks is it feels, it feels weird. But as more and more people do that, all of a sudden you start to feel like, am I going to be ostracized if I don't? You know what I mean? It's just interesting to see how the, how right. the culture right. changes on that.
0: Well, and that's exactly where, where I am with it. The, I, don't, I think that it's silly,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: to be, to wear the mask, mm-hmm. but it's become a thing where it's just consideration for other people. Even though I don't, it's just, it's just, I just, and and like I said, like people are starting, you're looking at people who aren't wearing masks and it's like, put your fucking mask on, you know, Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And and people are, and there's, or I saw a lady at the store pushing her kid. The lady's wearing a mask, no mask on the baby. And it's like, but it's like, I'm doing it. I can only imagine what other people think when they see. And I just, I don't want to be looked at. And it's actually become kind of this thing where you can put it on and suddenly you're invisible.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I, I imagine once you start doing it, um, you know, you have the, obviously the uncomfort is a component that, that is a factor that it's like, I don't want to wear this anymore, but I'm curious socially, does it, does it feel weird anymore to wear it? Social, like socially, you know that's what
0: I'm saying? It's normal. It's normal. It's to the point now where I'm looking at people um, with and judging people who aren't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, You're saying like, get it, get on what the hell you waiting for kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Right. And and don't do it for me. Do it for all these other people that are freaking going to go. You know what I mean? Like just don't, there doesn't need to be an argument. Just put on the mask, be considerate of people who don't want to get sick and who Mm -hmm. are feeding into mainstream fear. You don't have to be like a big jerk and be like, "Oh, you, 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 you know, it's all a conspiracy." You're giving into it, yeah, like yeah. Who cares? even if you believe that, just put on the mask so other people are comfortable. Right. Well, I, I, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. That's not the way to start a revolution, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I I do think this is shown that this is shown. It's just been interesting because I it shows of what, what we are willing to do for the sake of community, because whether here's the thing, whether it's a conspiracy or not, you know, let's, let's, let's just go down that road for a second. So if you think it's a conspiracy, I mean, nobody knows, you can't be at 100% certain on that. There's always gotta be some element of doubt. Right. And so in the sake of that doubt, like what's the harm in just taking some protective caution, you know, wearing a mask or so that's what i always say about like the
0: climate change deniers it's like it's like like, who cares if it's not real like why don't you want to clean the place up
1: (laughs) right I, i climate change is the perfect example of it because i i've struggled to understand okay let's you know let's say it was a total hoax what is the harm and paying less money for gas, <laughs> you I know. know what I mean? I know. Like, what is or, the, harm? the harm in less pollution? And having your vehicle be more fuel-efficient, exactly. You know, having to fill up your tank less, like what?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why man. are we
1: fighting against that?
0: I don't know, but so, so that's the same thing. So, it's the same thing with these masks. It is, and and, I, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, the, the where it's become normal is at work, and because those are the people that you see every day, and those are the people that are your second family and that you care about. And that you don't, you want to just have a day yeah. and get out of there, so it's more of a consideration for the people at work. As soon as there's nobody in the room, that I take that thing off, and you know, it's just like breathing. And then someone walks in, you put it back on, and it's just more for for them. And then it's because I'm at work all day with it, where it's kind of I have to, or you know, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be the one not. And it's because it's a smaller community, it's easier to get booted because they're, 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 you're under yeah. a microscope. So you, I just comply right. with, and they those they became the work rules. Two more people are in a two people are in a room. You have a mask on, and mm-hmm. and so what can you do unless you want to lose your job? <laughs> so yeah, you wear it, right? And that then it's, then it's normal. So then when I go out into the world, I've already been wearing the damn thing all day. It's like i i I've gotten used to it. So I, I can see how it would be still weird for somebody who wasn't forced to wear it all day, and how much longer it would take for that to become all right i'll put the mask on because yeah. you know, you're, you're just not used to yeah. it it's not your normal but like that that was forced to be my normal
1: right well and and uh, it's interesting how much socialization is a factor in that as well um because so for example we we were on a, uh, a long drive yesterday And out in a very kind of more rural part of the state. Um, and we weren't, um, we were just driving through, but as you're going through the town, like nobody in the rural area was, was wearing, was wearing a mask, at least what we were able to see, obviously, right? It's a a small sample. Um, and, um, and it's interesting. I I just think it's socialization is, is so interesting to that as to where, um, what others do has an impact on whether you do something, you know, it's just such a, it's just, it's just an interesting. Yeah. But look at Look at how
0: the media controls it too. Look at how out in the rural areas, those are probably people who are more likely to just be watching Fox news as their source of news. Mm -hmm. And so how the the mainstream media, so through, so Fox news is big thing is that it's just not real. And it's, you know, it's always been a hoax perpetrated by someone else and how Trump's got it under control. And, all this stuff. And so if that's what you're seeing, then you're not seeing, like if you don't flip over to the other side now and then you're not whipped up into the hysteria because it's the complete opposite on the other side where they're, they're whipping people into hysteria and they're not looking at like Fox news, which is saying it's not. And so instead of meeting somewhere in the middle, so in the, in the, in the heavily populated areas, it's probably going to be more liberal and there's going to be a different media signal coming in it's, it's it's interesting to see like yeah then how those play against each other
1: oh yeah for real and it's it's interesting There's, i have two thoughts on that and i know we've talked about it a little bit before in the past but i think one how much nar- the narrative really does control our behavior what 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 other narr whatever narratives we hear and tell ourselves really do control um our behaviors whether those narratives are accurate sometimes those narratives very well could be accurate sometimes they clearly are not but that all that really matters is narrative what story am i telling myself because that's how i'm going to live my life and it's very interesting to see that there are clearly two different stories and it's not just this issue it's been multiple issues throughout the last you know decade um and you've seen such a clear line between behavior and stories that we tell ourselves on, on with just our American public. And then two, um, being out there kind of in these rural areas, you can actually understand it. Like you could see, like, there's 500 people in this town. I, it's, there's, I have acres upon acres between me and my neighbor. I, I'm, a rancher and I'm out here ranching go F off. You I mean, don't tell me to wear a mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I, you can kind of see how there's this, like, I don't need to do this. Um, I mean, you can actually see the divide um, when, when you're out there, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. So. And, and I'm, I'm just realizing now. I mean, this is just a thought that just popped into my head, but you know, the rural areas also have kind of that, that conservative, get your guns, stockpile your guns, get your weapons ready.
1: Yeah. And the,
0: the liberals are more of a, yeah. you know, guns are bad. Keep your, you don't need guns. And so, and maybe that's just because in the eventual civil war that whoever is orchestrating, the rurals are going to go against the city folk and there's more <laughs> city folk, So the rural people need <laughs> weapons to even out to even it out. Of course, I would, yeah. I would also think, Think that it's still probably even without the weapons because they just because a a rural person will just kick the shit out of a city folk anyway. (laughs) 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 When it comes to violence,
1: (laughs) it is. It's well, when it comes down to it, that's the thing about being such a large country where there, it's not just the, it's not just like what we consume. It's like our daily lives are so different. You know what I mean, and. And it, it is interesting uh, um, when you go to those places, in some ways it's almost like stepping back in time because things haven't things haven't changed as rapidly. So it's like, oh, I mean, you really are kind of stepping back to a different cultural time. And, I think it, that's um,
0: true because yeah, it actually is like when you say it's like a slowing down and life isn't moving uh-huh. as fast. So like time isn't yeah. going by as quickly.
1: Yeah. And um, – I, I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to see the two different um, paradigms that each place operates in. And, um, and, and in particular, in, in Utah, what's so interesting about it is um, it's not a super populated state, but the majority of the population is concentrated right on the Wasatch Front. So the population density on the Wasatch Front is actually really pretty high. Um, it's as high as many other places in the nation. So in terms of 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 uh, kind of services that are condensed together, it feels just like you know much of America. But you don't have to go very far where all of a sudden it feels like oh I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so you you can easily see that divide even just along the Wasatch Front to just take a moment to go go a little further away from it and you get a whole different sentiment there as well. And so um, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's interesting to see that kind of two different, two different thoughts on that.
0: What What's interesting about the Wasatch front that the rest of the world doesn't know is the diversity of even the, in, the, the, the lesson, even the, the, the diversity within it, you know, I mean, this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even within, <clears throat> I don't know how to describe it It's but it's like, it's like if you go from Ogden, Utah, to what's the one down there? Uh,
1: like Provo so, and so, so, Springville, so,
0: like so, uh, yeah, down there by Springville, um, Spanish Fork. Mm-hmm. That's what the word I was looking for. Yeah, the Spanish Fork. Yeah, the the different the differences between the communities in that what is it, maybe a hundred mile span is crazy. Yeah going from north to mm-hmm. south, and it just gets more seemingly conservative the further south you get from there. <laughs> Except for Salt yeah, Lake City in yeah. the middle, which well, is and- probably the, the liberal heartbeat that keeps the whole thing from actually like eating itself, mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's a common enemy well, with and- all these other communities, which is the liberals.
1: Yeah, Salt Lake City itself, the city itself is actually um, fairly left of center, um, but it's such a small it's a Small pocket right. compared to the rest yeah. of the state. Yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah, definitely interesting dynamics. Well, you kind of have a little bit of that out there too, though, don't you? Out in uh, San Diego, where um, I don't know imagine- who, the, who the
0: liberals are. I don't know. I don't know how Democrats take California every year because all I meet are conservatives. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Right. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, we 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 lived in Orange County for a little while, and that's the or- They call that behind the orange curtain. It's so conservative, mm-hmm. and then out here where I am now, I'm you know semi-rural, and so it's conservative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I've never seen the the liberal side of it. I guess it's probably Los Angeles, because I think um, even San Diego's pretty conservative. Yeah, yeah. I got all those. You know, Mitt Romney lives down there. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's all interesting. Um, I don't know how interesting is anyone listening with that. The was <laughs> different types of communities, but yeah, I'm sorry. Let's you heard it. You know, now, now you know, now you know, <laughs> let's talk about the geography. Um, the, the, what's, what's its, uh, ex- chief export. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: I, uh, I I was talking a little bit earlier before we got off on the current state of COVID and masks Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that, that I've, I've I've also been feeling like I've been experiencing the same melting down that people also seem to be expressing that of of being in quarantine and, and, and losing your mind by being inside all the time and not being able to do those things. And I just, I am, it's like this, I don't know. It's just like this point of, are we at a point of renewal now? Like I melted down all, I have a bunch of Instagram accounts and I'm, I I deactivated all of them. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and, and I spent, I just was realizing I've spent like five years building these characters to these different Instagram accounts. And it's time Mm -hmm. to just bring it to the world, you know? (laughs) And if, Mm -hmm. if I, leave those Instagram accounts open. I'm too um, willing to go be stuck in the same loop and not let these characters evolve. It's probably not making any sense, but I'm, 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 I don't think I'll ever do any kind of personal social media again. I think it'll all be like open lines, radio related. Mm -hmm. Are you experiencing any kind of like change or, or where you're ready, like trying to let go of something that was kind of like this, there's something just losing interest and it's just like is, is it doing that to you
1: well so just to kind of clarify what you're saying so you're saying the need to kind of outwardly express through social media like your own personal life that desire is gone yes rather it's related to to a certain like medium or goal or kind of persona yeah. or whatever like, right? like
0: i had i had i had tin telephone i had open lines uh-huh. radio i had um Artvale is dead and I'm probably going to resurrect Artvale is dead. I think that's going to be the open lines radio. Cause I, so I had this account that I started a long time and I, I kept Hobo safe camp open just because that's, and it, all it is is podcast stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. the virtual campfire podcast stuff. There's no, nothing personal. Mm-hmm. And, and tin can telephone was kind of like my person was when that was me, you know, mm-hmm. and, but I, the one when I first started out, it was Hobo safe camp. And then I changed it to, I gave it up to open lines radio. I had like 11 point something thousand followers. And I, thought, I want this to be the, I want, I have all these followers. I want this to broadcast this message so it can reach as many ears as possible. And then mm-hmm. I kind of like started like that. It wasn't hitting the right people. You know, like I had built this following based on a different content.
1: You know, they yeah, weren't,
0: uh, they haven't been reacting to this open yeah, line translate. yeah So a long time ago when it back, when that same account was the hobo safe camp account, I did this like weekly writing challenge that was called the I and I project. And people have been sending me messages recently saying, I wish you would do the I and I project again. So I completely melted down the open land radio account, changed it to the I and I project to just repost people who wanted to participate through the hashtag and and this weekly Mm -hmm. writing thing. Yeah. And then I had I had this other, I had a higher source account and I had all these and, and my own personal one. And so it was forcing me to write for my own personal one just so that, because I was the one doing these these daily prompts. So I felt like I had to also be participating in these daily prompts. It was it got really complicated. Yeah. And the little time that I, free time that I have, I was just spending, looking at my phone and trying to like make all these things work together. Yeah. And then, and then, I, and when I am like looking through the timeline of people, it's like, it's just mixed messages because you're seeing people with creative stuff, and you're seeing people who are depressed, and you're seeing people who are bored at home, and then you get like, some someone's posting how great Trump is, and it's like, ah, you know, I can't. Mm-hmm. So I just I deactivated that account. I deact, which was now I and I, but that had the eleven point five thousand followers, and now I'm like, no, I'm not going to just start Open Lines Radio over new, with this account that has like one hundred and eighty seven followers. I just feel like there's something more. That's something, I don't know, just more organic <laughs> than with, with yeah. this. And, and and not try to, like, play to all these people. So I've been, mm-hmm. And and so, I just, and then it's like, I don't, I don't want to see other people's lives anymore because I've been looking into it for, like, five <laughs> years. I don't want to give mine either. Yeah. So, I mean, I talk a lot on podcasts, and I think that's enough. You know, <laughs> when I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. So. So I don't know. And saying it out loud well, it sounds like uh sounds very um stupid for a forty-six year old man <laughs> to be going through. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just needed and maybe that's it too. Maybe I just was like, Who the hell are you, man? Like you've got five Instagram accounts, you're juggling between and you're
1: stressing about it? Like <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. I, I can actually I could actually relate to that pretty, pretty well, to be honest. I, um, you know, it, my own social media evolution is a little different in that, um, you know, I didn't have the different accounts that I was, um, creating other than the Diaz for Doug one that I, I created last year, but, um, the, you know, I kind of went off Facebook, you know, a few years ago, just because I couldn't. I still have it, but like I just I can't keep up with it, and um, kind of became the guy who's not posting anything, but still checking, and that's that's its own weird interaction yeah. with, with <laughs> yeah. social media. And what I found though Lurker. is that yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so I went and so I kind of switched. I left uh, Facebook to go to um Instagram and would post things on Instagram periodically but I have found in the last since last summer I think I've only posted um two things on my main account and I don't know why like I don't um I che- I'm I'm on it a couple times a day um well not every day but like you know jam- I'm still on it pretty spe- um pretty regularly consistently but I haven't I haven't felt the pull to the stuff in my personal life. I just haven't felt the pull to put it out there. And I don't know uh I don't know why. Uh, uh but I've thought about it thinking I should probably post something, but I don't even know what to post. Cuz I don't I don't know what I care to tell people about what's going on in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and and I don't and I I would say that's changed um, that changed prior to to the COVID-19 thing. But, um, I can see how the, just the last change in the last month, um, the, all the external stuff going on, um, how you can kind of simply maybe see that it's, it's a lot easier when things are a little more simple. Um, and, and I can kind of see how that would spark, um, spark that, that sense and that feeling as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess it's just, it's it's like I I was receiving a lot of validation from that at first, you know, when I first started Mm -hmm. using Instagram and building a following, I would post uh, something and I would get like 500 parts and and 23 comments. And that really makes you feel good, you know? Right. And then Mm -hmm. as time's gone on, it's just gone down and down and down and it's like, well, this, I'm not getting any validation from it anymore. <laughs> what am I still mm-hmm. like? Like I'm getting nothing from it other than I'm getting frustrated because I'm trying to prove something to, I don't know who, but it's like, yeah. I, I just, I've had this, this thought where it's like, I just have to be consistent. Just be consistent, like be the consistent one. And then it's like, what? why? <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm the, yeah. I'm the only one. Making myself stress out about this, the validation's not mm-hmm. there anymore. So mm-hmm. l- let it go. Like, and you don't like, it, and you don't even necessarily know who you're trying to get validation right. from. Well, right? It, it, it's 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 false validation anyway. You know. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying, yes, it's like it's like it's not a healthy validation. But if you're not even getting that, if you're not yeah. even getting that good feels from it, you know. Then, then, so what's the then point? why am I, why am I for stressing to post something daily? You know?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I think that that's probably, that's probably, uh, you hit on a, a pretty, pretty significant point there, because I think what's changed in my behavior. Social media wise is, um, I opened up a Marco Polo account and I communicate with, uh, five of my best friends for the last two decades. We just communicate every day on that, and I, I think as as you point that out, the reason I posted stuff I think was uh, to kind of keep in touch with those people I cared about, and now that I have a different vehicle to do that, I don't necessarily feel the need to keep doing that, and um, and so a lot of times you do that is for validation, and if you're not necessarily receiving that or it's not reaching the people you want it to, um the kind of the incentive dries up. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, and, and people change and people grow and, and I just, uh-huh. th- so, so I know, I know a big thing for, you know, it was five years ago, what was going on. when we I first got on and the, fell into this little online community and I know it was true for me, but it was also true for a lot of people was that, you know, we were kind of black sheep, I guess. I don't, I don't, I hate, I don't like yeah. to use that term because I think like, all of us in our family are probably black sheep as far as like mm-hmm. our family, the rest of the family is concerned. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's more of, of like your, your family or the people you want to um, acknowledge you and see you as who you are. Don't. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you're trying, you're fighting like, please see me, please see me. And then you fall into this group. I, or at least I did. And, and a lot of other people were like, we were seeing each other, And you could be your true, authentic self there. And then once you had that Mm -hmm. avenue, it didn't really matter what your family thought or what the people in your life thought. You didn't need to. You didn't need to validate to them who you were because you were validating to somebody who like you just needed somebody. It's like please, somebody just acknowledge who I am. And suddenly we have this small group of people acknowledging who we were, and we could Mm -hmm. be around our family. You could be peaceful because you weren't fighting to be seen anymore. You can just be there in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but now it's like life has evolved and things have changed and people are more accepting and none of us are weird anymore. We're all just norms. We're all just mainstream Mm -hmm. and, and Mm. and we could be exactly who we are and our families and friends would accept us because suddenly they're accepting things you know and mm-hmm. and then it's like well you we don't need each other anymore like this community i mean it's great but like like that the, the reason we were there at that particular point in time was to to say to be able to look at each other and say hey i see you and you see me and okay oh, hey, i'm 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 just mm-hmm. needed to be seen and and then once that's done yeah. then what you know you don't have to like stay forced friends we were there for that moment and just clearly of seeing yeah You know the the online um, participation because there used to be a lot of participation in the things I would post and people commenting and talking back and forth in comments and you see that declining and it's like okay well it's okay like we don't need each other anymore that's a good thing you know that means we've yeah moved beyond this point now it's time to find a new group to see okay well what's the next point what's the next thing I can heal I guess yeah that we could heal together.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think that's, I think that's uh spot on and, actually. And, it's, you know, and,
0: and still it makes me it still feel stupid it's, to say as being a 46 year old man, it's just ridiculous when I look back at it, but it's also been the thing that saved me.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's this, it's similar with other, um, I know I always come back to this, but that, that's how podcast community was for me in different, spots of like my own faith journey and stuff where at one point i really needed a particular group but now it's like ah, uh, i don't i don't i don't want to keep i don't I don't need to go there anymore you know what i mean and um i think uh i think that's true in a lot of ar- areas of life where there's people or things or groups or whatever that are are supportive for when you need it and then eventually you just don't need it anymore Um, and I think it's okay to be like, you know, appreciate it for what it was and, um, like like to keep moving. I think that's totally okay.
0: Yeah. And I have, I had the same experience when I left the Mormon church and it was weird because Mm -hmm. I hadn't really participated in the Mormon church. My since for my whole life, you know, even when I was going, I wasn't really participating. Mm Mm-hmm. And then in my adult years, mm-hmm. after not having been to church for, you know, having not stepped foot in a church for 12 years or more, I I decided mm-hmm. I was going to like have my name taken from the records, you know. And and in doing, then looking at how to do that, mm-hmm. I came across the Exmo community. And that was, and, and they was triggering some feelings, which were making me realize I was, or, you know, believe I was doing the right thing because I was just feeling this kinship with like how, and but I was so angry about these things. like, I can't even believe this. And you, you're in there. And then, and, but it's helping you because like, you're like, oh, look, I'm not the only one. I'm not crazy. I'm not the one, only one who's other people are seeing this yeah. this too. And so, but then as time goes on and you start to let things go, <laughs> you're in there reading and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but. So what? Like, why are you so angry? Just leave. You know, you don't have to do it anymore. You don't have to hold on to the yeah. pain. Look at, they still have you. Right. They're still making. And, and right. so then it's like, eventually you don't even look at it anymore because you're just getting pissed off that these people are so pissed off about these stupid things. And it's like, you joined that. You knew what you were doing when you signed up and it's easy to get out. And so it, right. you don't need it. And, and it is, it, it is that community, I believe is for like, and communities like it are for the new people. You know, you, if you stay in there too long, all you're going to do is relive pain yeah. over and over and over again. Why would you want to do that? Totally. And maybe that's how, yeah. and maybe that's what Instagram was doing totally. to me where I was seeing people who were still yeah. kind of going through the same things I was going through that I have kind of overcome. And not because the community I'm in is that community. And it's like, I just don't want to talk about healing anymore. I just want to be healed and like live life now. But like, yeah. How can I, yeah. all I'm seeing are the same people with the same well, message and- over and over. It's time to like level up.
1: yeah and and I also think to go along with that is sometimes sometimes even life life itself goes on its own cycles too where sometimes you you circle back around to those things too um, and it's, it's just it's interesting how how it kind of goes in how it goes in, in waves sometimes where sometimes you need it. And then you don't and it's time to go on. And then yeah. sometimes you need it again. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Like, like there are times there are times, um, you know, when I look at the Exmo stuff as well, where it's like. Um, I, I need it e- even now, like uh, generally day to day, I think it's it's fine. But then if there's something going on and I'm in a different community where it's like um, it's a lot more prevalent than, say, if I were outside of the state. but. Um, you get in these situations where it's like, screw this. I mean, you, you just need a place to go vent and you go there for a little bit and then you go and you leave. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it fulfills its purpose. Yeah,
0: it's, it is. It's, <laughs> so, it's, I guess where you are, it's, it's in your everyday life. So you kind of do need an outlet to. Um,
1: but you, but that being said, you still can't, you can't, can't stay there. Yeah, but it's
0: also, it is a good. Exactly. You don't have to hurt your family's feelings. You don't have to lash out on them. You can just rant to other people who, also, believe what you believe in, you
1: know? yeah, yeah, and that's good, that's therapeutic. Well, and it's
0: as long as you don't dwell, like you
1: start. yeah, you, yeah, that's the big thing. Is you, it's it's sometimes staying there is just it, it starts to feel, um, it starts to feel like its own kind of level of toxicity as well,
0: yeah. you know, yeah. People are just digging, looking for more, and looking for more, and it's like, just walk away from it, <laughs> you know.
1: So, so uh, with this, so you think that it's the COVID nineteen that's kind of spurred that feeling within yourself, or do you think it's it's uh, just other elements? I think of life?
0: It, I'm sure that's a big part of it. it. I mean, it's just it's just there's this big change, and so and, and it's like you were saying, it's mm-hmm. like and it's it's our life's already like weird right now, and and already we're already dealing with 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 what's happening and what we're seeing. And so like why add extra Mm -hmm. stressors to it or or complicate things with things that aren't bringing me joy, you know, (laughs) there's already enough shit. Like I need some joy.
1: I I definitely think this whole thing is causing everybody to kind of reevaluate what normal life looks like, you know, um, like I, I'm looking at this thinking like, um, there are a lot of stress, like work wise, there are a lot of stressors. Doing work this way, but then there's a lot of stressors that just got wiped off my desk, you know, with this. And, um, I'll admit that I'm finding a great deal of peace being able to spend more time at home, more time with my kids, more time with my wife. And, um, it, there's an element of me that's like, it, it's going to be hard to go back, um, because I, I, work my ass off, and I don't want to work my ass off that hard anymore. Yeah. And so it, <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? yeah, yeah, but I got it. Like, 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 <laughs> like it's, I think it's showing a lot of
0: people that we didn't need a lot of the shit we thought we needed, and you can live <laughs> a simpler life.
1: And so, and so, I think it's, um, I think this the whole time, there's all these things that we normally do that, um, we're, we're it's kind of forcing us to take a step back and it's just forcing us to evaluate okay what is it what is it that we what of this can i maintain you know when when it does i'll go back to normal
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: so well anyway
0: i don't know this was a good talk it was very cathartic yeah <laughs> Oh, good. Because I was doing a lot of things and not really, really realizing what I was doing and just talking through it a little bit. It was like, okay, there was some, there was a method to the madness. I just didn't know what it was, but I'm looking out for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just got to verbalize
0: it. All right, man. Well, I'm glad everything's going well. Hope family stays happy and healthy. And we'll uh, catch up here in a, couple weeks, I'm sure. You have no father, your mother's gone, you have no father, yes, my father's gone, what about your brother, your sister, to see you through, we all need a brother, a sister, to see us through, we will be alright. It will be alright
1: Cause I will be your brother For the night I will be your brother